tuned into another amazing edition of Sonya on Air at home. <laughs> and just as usual, I have another great guest. I've been anticipating this conversation for the last couple of days. I have none other than Angela Burchett, and you've seen her as Jackie Clark Chisholm on the amazing Clark Sisters movie. How are you, Angela? I'm great. How are you? I'm amazing. But you know, we're dealing with some difficult times right now. So just, just briefly tell us, how are you quarantined? Uh, well, I was, I guess, I don't know if I was just um, following an instinct, but I actually came over to a friend's house right before everything happened. And so I'm actually, I've actually been quarantining with two friends because I live alone. So I'm, I'm glad that it, I'm not glad that this is happening, but I'm glad that it worked out this way because we're together, um, we're all artists, so there's lots of creating going on in the house, lots of singing, lots of all kinds of things. So um, it's, it's, it's rough, you know, we, we live right, we can see Manhattan from our balcony and it's, it's very um, eerie and sad to see New York City the way it is but you know we have each other and you know as far as people outside of here I FaceTime so I've been just using this time to catch up with folks and you know I've been in this movie I mean I'm seeing people I haven't seen and I won't say the years because then I'll give myself away but from high school and college like years and years and years and years and years so making the best of it I can only imagine. Yeah, we're all just adjusting. But you're the first person that I've spoken to who's told me that they're quarantining with friends, which mm-hmm. I think is so important because you have so many people who may be at home alone. And yeah. they think, you know, let me go and call a friend when this started earlier on to see if they can quarantine together. So that's a great idea. And I can only imagine what that household looks like. You and your um, artistic, whimsical friends. It must yeah. be a whole lot of fun. Oh yeah, lots of fun, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So another question I want to ask you, because I I, I read through the grapevine, is your birthday July 30th? Yes. You have the same birthday? I'm July 31st, but it's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, your energy, I was like, it's something about her energy and come to find out we are fellow Leo sisters. That's right. Yes, I'm sure this quarantine is just kind of making you roar just a little quieter because you know us lionesses, we are roaring loudly all the time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So cool. But you know, before we talk about the movie, you know, I just want people to really understand your background and where you came from and how there's really no such thing as luck but I believe in when preparation meets opportunity. And you know, how you start doesn't necessarily mean how you're going to finish. And you have acted on television, film, and on Broadway. So just please tell us a little bit more about your past acting jobs. Well, I came to, I used to be a teacher. I taught um, K through A music. And I, I mean, it might sound a little cliche, but I genuinely did just say, I'm packing up and I'm going to New York, I want to pursue my dreams. And I did just that. Um, and, you know, it was, it's been no easy road. I've been, you know, a lot of times people see you, especially if you're a newcomer to 
things like as big as as this film, people think, oh, she she you know she's they found like a some person you know that and they don't know like I've been doing this a long time you know I've been after this a long time so um, yeah and I I've been in New York and just kind of learned the ropes yeah I didn't go to college for acting I went to school for music. Uh, music education and you know I did I've been doing theater since I was 14 so I just was blessed to have great directors and great colleagues that I that's the way I learned right Um, and so you know I just kind of grind just like everybody else did and this was just another project you know that came came through down the pipeline but of course for me it wasn't just another project it was like what like (laughs) this is you know and, and someone else asked me did you did you feel like from the beginning you were gonna be in this? And I said, you know, yeah, like I, not in like a braggadocious type of way, but like my relationship to the Clark sisters' sound and their history and being from Detroit, growing being a kid, going into my teenage years when they were like at their height, this was like what when when I found out that I got it. So you know, but. Um, this was all a culmination of lots of years of lots of no's, lots and lots, lots of no's, um, lots of yeses. Um, also in those no times, um, I, I expanded myself and started doing lots of other things. So I don't just do theater. I don't just do, uh, you know, TV. I do all kinds of things that had I been just constantly in shows, I wouldn't have developed hosting I wouldn't have developed live music I wouldn't have developed being a session singer so um it's definitely been a journey and this is this is a another next step in my journey because I'm believing God and whatever you want to call it that more is to come and you know regardless I'm committed to doing my work you know and doing what I need to do to to be prepared for the next opportunity yes yes but let me just briefly just you know tell my viewers and listeners some of the shows that you participated on or secured roles on um Kevin can wait yeah Blind spot um dream girls yeah <laughs> and um one of my all-time favorite Broadway shows the color purple yeah <laughs> just, just um refresh my memory your role was it is it one was it one of Miss Sophia's sisters well, in the show, the the church ladies, they're not her sisters, but kind of, uh, because we all kind of interchange. Yeah. Um, I would, so um, I did Broadway and I did the tour, and this is of the revival. There, A lot oh. of people didn't realize there were two color purples that happened on Broadway. Oh, okay. Same, same um, pretty much the same book and same score, but the con- the visual concept was different. And so I was in the revival and I joined the Broadway company about eight months into their run as a swing. And the swing is basically just a understudy who covers multiple people. Oh. Um, so on Broadway, I was an understudy for all three of the church ladies. And then on the tour, I was the church lady who opens the show. And if you've seen the show, you know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Um, just talking about yeah. preparation as well, you know, not just your formal training, but you are also the oldest of your siblings, which kind of art imitates life because yeah. <laughs> she was also the oldest sibling. So this was all just set up for you. But how did you hear about the audition process? Um, well, my, like I, all the others, my um, my agent said, hey, there's a, this project that's coming around, um, you know, and let's see what happens. But uh, I also had a friend that was connected to the project who had kind of given me a heads up, like, hey, this project is happening. You need to get your agent on, you know, on the same page. 
And that was how I found out. I was actually wrapping up the Color Purple tour when I found, found out about it. And so I immediately, as soon as the, the sides came in, I called a couple of coaches and I was like, we got to coach these scenes. Um, and at the, when uh, initially they had only had me read for Twinkie and I didn't hear anything else for a long time. Um, but ultimately I read for Twinkie, Denise and Jackie. Jackie was the last one that I read for. So, wow. you know, third time's a charm, I guess. Um, yeah. And that, and that was what they settled, they settled in on. But um, yeah, I've, I was finishing up that job and um found out and was like, okay, I'm going to do everything. If I don't get this, it's, it, it won't be because I didn't do my best. Right. And I didn't do the work. So, so, you know, just talking about all of the no's that you received before you received the final yes. So you got the final yes playing the role as um, Twinkie. I mean, as um, Jackie, right? Yeah. Were you satisfied with that role or did you wish that you had gotten the other two roles that you auditioned for? Well, what I will say is um, initially, my view is totally different now, but initially because, and a lot of people don't know this because I'm, I am new to a lot of people. I'm a singer first. I, you know, that acting kind of branched out of that. So my initial feeling was before I even read the script, like, I know I'm not going to get to sing, like lead anything because Jackie, um, she didn't in their career. I think she only led like three songs or something like that. Um, so even, even the fact that I got to do any singing in the movie was great. I was very, very happy about that. Um, but initially I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit bummed because I felt like, you know, people are gonna think, oh, she's, oh, they found an actor who can sing enough to do this. And it's like, no, I actually, that's what I do first. But in hindsight, looking back, I'm so, 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 so glad that it happened this way because on the flip side of that, a lot of people don't know that, I, that I'm an actor. They all, I'm hired a lot to do what we call jukebox musicals, which are just like, you know, era musicals or, where you don't really have to act. You just come out, sing, and go off. So this really gave the, all the different communities a chance to see me do something that I love to do, but I'm just not cast very often as just a straight-up actor. And it gives people a chance to now you can come find out what I do. You know, now that you see me in this thing, now come check out like my actual life. Like, <laughs> this is what and I do. And people are checking you out more and more, you know, since the film was released. But I do know in order for a person to really dig deep into a role and embody the role, there has to be a level of authenticity, right? So how right. did you dig deep? and take your personal attributes so that you can make Jackie come alive on camera? What did yeah. you do? Uh, well, what I had the benefit of, uh, I think most of us did, but I really did, was I had a chance to sit and talk with Jackie extensively um, before we even started. I, I called her, had my folks call over and see if I could get a meeting with her at, in Detroit because I was going home for the holiday. She agreed, we met up, and I thought it was just going to be kind of a quick little, you know, and it turned into three, four hours of us. We probably laughed more than we actually interviewed, but it gave me a chance. It was good because that interaction gave me a chance to watch her mannerisms, to watch if she talks with her hands or her her comedic timing, her because you know Jackie's a she's a funny she's you know she don't mean to be funny but she's you know she's funny, and it really gave me a chance to a study her but b realize oh me and Jackie are like the same person we have the same like kind of sensibilities of, as being older siblings. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm the oldest of the sisters in the movie. I'm the oldest 
um, I mean, I don't know everybody's age, but I'm pretty sure I'm the oldest because I know my age. <laughs> and um, it just helped me kind of find the world that I wanted to put myself inside of when I created Jackie, because I don't, I never wanted it to be a, a caricature of Jackie. Let me go up here and act like Jackie. Right. Because no actor really does that. That's not honest. You're always going to have a bit of you in every role that you do. So I was fortunate to have time with Jackie. So I had lots of material to draw from when I started to build her. And I realized I don't really, there's not a whole lot I have to do. We're very similar. So once I had kind of her her physicality down, I was ready to do it. I was ready to just have fun and, and, and create. <laughs> well, did it do it create superb you accomplished check 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 everything <laughs> you, you talk about those teachable moments that um jackie instilled upon you but i just want to briefly talk about another one of your ghost uh co-stars um Anjane ellis amazing oh watching her and how she interacted with the rest of the cast to me it just seemed like a master class yes use Anjane ellis as the master class teacher what does she teach you and by the time they said cut, what did you walk away learning from her? Oh, so much. Um, a big thing that I learned from her, just like on set life, you have to ask for what you want and you have to like kind of make sure that that's what you get because ultimately the actor has to be comfortable and has to feel like they're ready to do what they, you're asking them to do. So don't ever be afraid to say, hey, I need a minute or hey, I'm not ready yet. Let me give me a moment so I can get ready. Um, watching her process, how I'm sure she wanted to like giggle with the girls because we we spent me and the sisters we spent all our time laughing and kicking with each other. And I'm sure a little bit of her wanted to get in on the fun, but she stayed where she needed to be to play Maddie. And to watch that was just like, ah. Uh, and um, she she was very. Um, gracious with her our moments in scenes together she you know a lot of actors can be very um you know i'm here to do get my what i gotta get done in the scene and you do what you gotta do but she we worked together and to watch her just be able to just drop into what she needed to do and be gracious with me at the same time was really cool she was i'll, I'll forever be grateful for the i don't know if she knew she was giving a master class to us um, but she definitely did, and we are so fortunate that we got to be um, work with and around such masterful work. She is just, Anjana was just, a, she's incredible. She's yeah. incredible, and I really hope that, you know, she gets, she gets her recognition from this because, I mean, she's just incredible. I'm so blown away by her. Yeah, we all were. We all were. And I yeah. know that, you know, when writers or creators are developing biopics, um, sometimes the authenticity of the characters' lives can sometimes be compromised and sensationalized yep. just for television. So were the Clark sisters on set to make sure that their story was told with the honesty and the authenticity that it deserved? Um, we only had the, all of them for one day uh, for the final shot that you all saw. Okay. Uh, but toward the end of the shooting time, Miss Karen was there and she definitely kind of was having her eye out to see what was going on. Um, you know, honestly, I'm not super sure how much input they had. Uh, I'm sure they did 
uh, you know, as we shoot, they get dailies where they can look at, you know, the shots from the day before. And we were getting constant adjustments and, you know, changes and things. So perhaps, you know, they were giving input, but whatever the case, they were, were super proud of what, what they saw and, um, you know, happy with it. So nice. <laughs> I've watched this movie once by myself and well, twice by myself. <laughs> And then the final time with my daughter. I am so proud of this film because it is introducing it to another dem a demographic. My daughter's 25 years old. And um, she made 25 year old daughter? <laughs> 25. Go ahead, go ahead, girl. <laughs> and you know, I come from a very spiritual household. And when she heard the Clark sisters, she was like, oh, yeah, I know who they are, but I don't think that she really, really knew. Enough mm -hmm. about them. So the film, it really just is a teachable moment. It's a masterclass for everyone. So, yeah. you know, thank you for your authenticity and um, playing um, Jackie in this amazing movie. But I, I want to play a quick game with you. Are you okay with that? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So the game is called Name That Smurf Cast Member, right? So you, uh -huh. you have Kiara Sheard, you have Christina Bell, you have Shayla Frazier, Raven Goldwyn, and Anjanae Ellis. Who is comedian Smurf? Me. Really? <laughs> That's the girls, yeah. I just say zany stuff, crazy stuff, and they all fall out laughing. Yeah. Okay. Who would be Mother Smurf? Of including Anjanu? Yes. You know what? Actually, no. I'm gonna say Christina. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know how with her coming up after you, right? Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had the most, she wasn't motherly like over us, but she has a daughter and I definitely could feel like that motherly thing. There was, she might remember, <laughs> she might, I don't know how much I can say this, but she, she might remember there was a time we were sitting around and um, I said a, a word that I probably shouldn't have said. And <laughs> she said, now we in church, daughter. We were in a church shooting a scene. We weren't in the church part. We were like in the back and I said something because I'm nuts. And she said, now wait a minute, daughter, we still in church now. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I can say what I want to say. <laughs> Let me just pause right there because three things we now have in common. So we're both Leos. What I didn't tell you is I was also a former teacher, high school teacher. Wow. And, you know, just talking about saying or doing things um, that may be inappropriate. So just preparing for our conversation today. So the shirt that I have on, my daughter looked at me and she said, Mom, now you know you're talking to church folk and that's inappropriate. <laughs> I said, okay, but just to see, I still have it on. <laughs> I see you got it cut right where we <laughs> See, so now it makes sense. Uh -uh. Let's get back to the game. Who would be emotional Smurf? Okay, this paused a little bit. Let's see if we can get this Wi-Fi back up and going. Angela, did your Wi-Fi go out? We're having such a great conversation. Hey! <laughs> Ask me another question. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who would be emotional smurf? Emotional smurf. Emotional smurf. Oh. I don't know that anybody was like super emotional. 
No. No. Hmm. Okay. No, everybody kind of was even. Yeah, I don't think. So uh, who would be problem solver Smurf? Um, probably Christina again, because she will always have, she always know what's going on. <laughs> well, no, that's not what happened. It happened because such as the, <laughs> she's probably going to kill me. <laughs> the last Smurf would be talkative Smurf. Ah, we all were talkative. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, everybody was about the same. Really? Because we were, we had so much downtime that after a while you just wasn't nothing else to talk about. So we were all doing this, <laughs> you know. And everybody's got their own, still got their lives and business and work going on outside of filming. So when we were taking a break. Lots of people, like Shalea was always posting stuff or doing stuff because she has a whole, you know, big following and she's a big time performer. So, yeah, we didn't, we didn't do a whole, we, we took advantage of our downtime, especially, you know, after the first week, we just kind of rested or took a nap or was on our phones, you know, getting stuff done. Got you. So getting stuff done on your phone. So what's next for you? Lots of um, recording. I've been putting off and putting off and putting off. I haven't uh, released an album since 2009. Mm, wow. So, yeah, so I've been, I've been working on music for a while just because I'm so meticulous. Like, I want it to be just perfect. And it's probably why it's taken me so long to get it out. Um, but I'm doing a lot of recording, um, developing a lot of online th things that I can um, share. Because for me, unfortunately, with this... Um, you know, pandemic, even even once we start loosening back up and getting back to normal, because what I do is pretty much 100% uh, dependent upon people gathering together, you know, it's going to change the way we create and bring our art. So I'm doing a lots of developing, talking with folks, meeting with folks to get things going. Um, but other than that, just, um, just here waiting for this thing to live so I can get back. I have a residency that I do. I, I host a, a curated open mic. Nice. Uh, every well we're gonna probably do it twice a month now we used to do it every week but get back to that and get back to just doing what i do here in the city and i do lots of gigs i do all kind of stuff so just back to, to my my life <laughs> so we're gonna be you know hoping that this pandemic ends very soon and hoping that you get back to your open mics and your performances and that album so give us your ig so that we can continue to follow you i'm angela burchett just like how my name is spelled um uh, on across all platforms. So anywhere you search me, you'll find me that way. Got you. And I have one final request because I know that there are so many people at home who've watched this inspirational film who are going to be tuned into this conversation and they may need something to carry them over from today to the next day to the next week. Would you mind blessing my viewers and my listeners with just a little song? Oh! <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see, she's warm. Uh, um, let's see. Um, I put something that's uplifting. Yeah. Um, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands.
Oh, thank you so much, Angela. I really appreciate you for blessing my show, for also blessing the world with your amazing energy. The sky's the limit because yes. like, I don't believe in luck. I definitely believe when preparation meets opportunity and you are definitely prepared. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Be safe. I will. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.